Greetings, Amigops. This is Mike from Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. This week, as every week, I'm joined by your lovely co-host, the famous Kyle. We're going to be talking about a Top 10 topic, not of his choosing, but of special guest Max's choosing. Now, I don't know Max from Adam. I have no idea what the hell his deal is. We're going to find out about him, hopefully during the Top 10. So he's going to bring a Top 10. We're going to talk about it. We're going to debate it vigorously. And by the end of the episode... We're going to have a definitive top 10, and we will have made a new friend. So, boys, what is tonight's topic? All right. As he mentioned, my name's Max. I thank you both for having me today. Super excited for the opportunity to be on a show talking about something that I'm extremely passionate about, so passionate about, that for about, I don't know, 20 years of my life, it led to extreme overweightness. So let me paint a little picture for you. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, it should be mentioned, this is our first ever professional on the podcast. Max hosted his own radio hour in college, so we're in awe of you, sir. Well, I'm going to bring absolutely zero professionalism to the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) and I'll go into my background after you guys identify what the top top 10 is going to be, but something I'm very passionate about painting a picture for you, football is on television. It's about 11.50 a.m. Sunday morning. You sit down, flip the TV on, you have a nice, crisp beverage of your choosing. Apple juice for me. Yep. OJ guy. OJ guy. Nice. (laughs) Really glad you guys didn't say beer there. Did not tee this up at all. (laughs) But something's missing. Something tasty, something savory. A veggie tray, it is not. (laughs) The sound of a crisp bag opening. We're talking about potato chips today. So we're going to be talking about the top 10 (laughs) types of chips (laughs) that I would just tear my way through as a kid. They did me zero favors other than the fact that it filled the hole in my heart. (laughs) You look, I just want to note real quickly for the audience. Now, I haven't seen your bottom half, but from what I can tell from over here, you look like you're in great shape. And I'm very glad we can be using some of your childhood pain for entertainment on our podcast, but you're doing great. No, I definitely appreciate that. There's a reason I haven't stood up for you yet. Uh, it's all smoke and mirrors. So. Can't confirm. Bottom half is alarming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be talking chips today. Everyone's got their favorite kind. There's different elements that go into it that I'm really excited to be talking about today. Texture, one of them. Everyone likes a good crunch. Mm-hmm. Some people like flavor. Some people like both. So we're going to be walking our way through the top 10 of our preferences. I have a million questions yes. about yeah. this topic. So you, so you said potato chips. Are we doing potato chips exclusively? So that's what I wanted to address, jumping into it. We can just do potato chips, or we can open it up to corn. And any I mean, that's the major chip. question, I think. Yeah, because if we're if we're if we're gonna open the box a little bit, we've suddenly, I mean, are like we got you got corn, but there's also a variety of like puff type chips that might fit the bill. What is puff made out of? Is puff I, corn? I oh mate oh you're exposing my ignorance already. Like I just I just don't know what puffs are made out of. I'm I was just when you said chips, I kind of just thought of like anything that comes in a big bag and I eat a handful yeah. at a time. But I don't think we have to read into it too far. I think we just have to <laughs> have to argue about why chips are great. And doing a quick Google search, puff corn or corn puffs. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to conclude that they're made of corn. <laughs> okay. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. Made of corn. I think we should just leave those out because corn's a vegetable and I don't want it to be included in this. <laughs> okay. I think I'm, I think I'm okay with that because I think we might, I think the, at least the way I'm thinking about this, I think 
that this mirrors the the cookie pod in some ways, which is I think what we're getting at here is like the nastiest, tastiest shit you can get from the grocery store. Is at least how I'm picturing this, and I think that's more in the corn, the corn section or the the potato section. Excuse me. Okay, I'm with you, but now I'm conflicted. This says Cheetos are made of corn. See, cause that, see, like, I yeah, wanna, Cheetos is a good, yeah, Cheetos is a, is a good question. I didn't want to get into, like, specifics, but immediately popped into my head, like, a Cheeto. Cause I, like, when I think of chips, for whatever reason, I think of Cheetos, but they're a puff. They're not a potato chip. I think the Cheeto has got to be out. I feel like the Cheeto is, uh, unfortunately, it's sort of marooned on its own weird little island. It is a strange place. To Defend yourself. Why? Well, I don't think it's a chip almost exclusively because of shape. Like, I think that there is, there's actually, I can think of one chip, one thing I would classify as a chip that has a different shape. But other than that one thing, I think you kind of have to have a more traditional chip shape. And I also don't think it, it has a similar, like, texture profile. It's more, it, that puff is very different than the crunch of a chip. I've discovered what we're eliminating. No doodles. <laughs> no doodles. No doodles. <laughs> is that fair? I do I do like doodles, but yeah, no doodles. <laughs> is a Cheeto a doodle? Yeah, I think doodle is just the general shape. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Okay. No doodles. And yeah. that's and that sounds like that's the list you've prepared. So that's this is good then. I have Yeah, I think it feels like we're all on a similar page here. Okay. Alright. I think that's enough to get started with then. Because because then my my follow up question was like, are we including different varieties of the of the same chip and like obviously if if we're just talking about potato chips we have to be so like we got to be yeah okay and so this actually is going to be a little bit of a different take of a top 10 it's going to be already voted upon so nationally recognized using ranker oh is that kosher can we allow that we have no defined I'm rules cool on with this that. podcast cool. so tens and tens of people have voted on these things. <laughs> so it's it's widely accepted as being an official source of identifying chips. And I find that I align my preferences with these. So I will defend this tooth and nail. You can tell me if it's mm-hmm. wrong. We can make adjustments. We can even vote on it. That's why we're time. here. And I think we'll be a good place to start. All right. I'm down. So the, we're going 10 to 1. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I got one more question. I just realized. <laughs> so if we, so let's say, let's just say there's a particular flavor of chip we have to pick the best variety, the best brand of that flavor, correct? Yes. I would. Okay. But yeah. I wouldn't want to, see, I wouldn't want to paint ourselves in that corner and say, like, like, for example, we could put two of the same chip on there, just different varieties of said chip. Like Cool Ranch and regular. To yeah. I think that. I, I, so I think, Kyle, what you're saying is, let's say sour cream and onion. We could have two separate sour cream and onions. Or you could have, like, the same chip, but one is like conventional, say, nacho flavor, and another yes. one is like a cool ranch version of that flavor. Both of those could be on the list. Yes. I agree. I think what I'm getting at is just we can't say sour cream and onion. We have to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Designated. Yeah, yeah, given. Sorry. Assign it to a chip. Yep. I think we're all in the same place here. I think so. <laughs> And that's my bad. I made assumptions. I shouldn't do that. No, no, no. This is something that's important every time. It helps us triangulate what we're getting at. So what would number 10 be in this case? So number 10, and I do agree with this, on Ranker, Pringles Cheddar Cheese Flavor. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love Pringles. Pringles get so many points for being one of the funner chips to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you got the duck thing going on. You can... You can yep. stack them. You can, you know, and they come in a can. Like, it's the only chip I know of that comes in a can. Yeah. yeah. Fair. It's definitely, I think, 
a couple other big things it has going for it. I think you just said stacking, and you can eat a bunch of them at a time, which is not really a pastime for other chips. Something about it, it's just so inviting to eat like five of them all in a row because the texture changes the flavor very significantly, which is very enjoyable. But I also think that they're the most conducive to stacking in a sandwich. I think a lot of other chips are better in sandwiches once you get them there, but Pringles are so convenient. You just flip it right over. Reason why I am such a fan of these chips is because it lets you control how much crunch you want. That's a very mm, yes. versatile chip. However, feeling why I was a very large child growing up, I would eat, <laughs> much like your problem, I would eat like 10 of them at the same time because I wanted to crisp. Yeah. But, but now where science is taking us, and this is too much, it was in one of the commercials that they had lately. It's it's blowing my mind that they did this. They were stacking different flavors of Pringles, if you guys saw, oh, this. I saw this. in one can? Like they're selling it that way? No. So people are buying like three separate cans of Pringles, and what they're doing is they're making like barbecue chicken pizza Tabasco Pringles. Wow. Doesn't this seem like something that we should have thought of a long time ago? I'm a little embarrassed that this never occurred to me, because you could so easily stack a barbecue with a pizza Pringle. Yeah. Yeah. And like... Pringles, more than other chips, lend itself to this kind of experimentation and combination. Yeah, And trading, too. Think about that. That's actually a really easy trade if you're among friends. Like, just imagining you're in fourth grade and this idea strikes you. It's very easy to select the exact same amount from each can and swap it around. Plus, you're learning fractions. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you're, and you've likely got the, sna- the uh, Pringle, like, snack pack, which is, like, probably, what, ten Pringles in there? Yeah. It's a very disappointing amount of Pringles. <laughs> yes. That's it's less true. than the ideal amount of one can of Pringles. Yeah. No, it's whoever figured out that you can Frankenstein these chips together should deserve, deserve some type of metal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that Pringles are on this list. I'll be curious to see if there are more Pringles on the list because I'd actually argue that there are, this isn't, this isn't the best Pringle, this particular flavor yeah. of, of Pringle. You're in for a treat because there's more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But shifting gears a little bit into a different type of chip as we start to venture out into the sea of options, uh, Sun Chips Harvest Cheddar. Mm. Yeah. I'm very glad Sun Chips have made an appearance already. They were always going to be on the list. Yeah. Harvest, what are they called? Har- Harvest Cheddar. Harvest Cheddar. Strong on the cheese. A lot cheese of cheddar. Already. Yeah. Well, we're two in. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> the Sun Chip, if I remember correctly, has only been, like, universally popular for the last maybe, like, ten years. Like, this isn't yeah. a, this isn't a chip I've been eating my entire life. Well, I think they, yeah. they tried becoming the everyman's chip when they made that god-awful environmental switch to the environmentally friendly bag. Do you remember how loud that thing was? <laughs> and yeah. particularly difficult to open. So I had a roommate in college that was a big fan of a particular plant, um, <laughs> the marijuana, and he would go out with his hoodlum friends and come back at like 2 a.m. Sure. And his parents, because everyone's parents would buy them snacks, his parents would buy them like these... Like, I, I don't even want to say family. I want to say, like, family reunion-sized bags. <laughs> like, if you emptied out all the chips, you could use this as a sleeping bag. Uh, like, these family reunion-sized bags of sun chips. And it was right when they made that freaking switch to the really crispy ones. And I kid you not, every night for about two weeks straight, I would wake up at about 3 a.m. to the sound of that crisping bag or whatever it was, and it was infuriating. It was the absolute worst, and I think that's why I didn't want to see Sun Chips higher on my list, is because I had a bad experience with that bag. So you have a particular aversion 
to the Sun chip because of its packaging. Yeah. Completely irrational, but yeah. I would say that's entirely rational. I would also say that the Sun Chip, for me, re- represents, like, pretty much the peak of, like, the, the air quotes healthy chip. Yeah. So, yeah. Kyle, I'm really glad you brought that up because it's hilarious now with the benefit of, like, whatever it is, 10, 15 years of hindsight that Sun Chips were introduced as a healthy option. Yeah. Because I think that tells you just about everything you need to know about early 2000s nutritional knowledge yeah. <laughs> that you like, you, sl- you slap the word sun onto them. So that's natural. Sun is in the sky and it has been for a while. So that's, that's nature. They're not using fossil fuels on these chips. They're healthy. Exactly. <laughs> Solar power chips. And it <laughs> had a hard time understanding that stuff in early 2000s. Plus all you do is just make it like a weird ridge. So it doesn't feel like you're eating a chip and, Boom, healthy. But you feel like you're licking a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a, if, if that's the case, it's a particularly tasty rock. I think they taste yeah. pretty good. In my opinion, the Harvest Cheddar is unquestionably the best sun chip, I would say. Yeah, I, I do like their... I think they've got a sour cream and onion that's pretty tasty, but I, the Harvest Cheddar is the best. Yeah. Have you had the salsa one? Do they have like a salsa? Oh, the tomato... Ah. I already regret what I said. I really like the salsa ones too. But so that's why I'm so low on sun chips is because of that bag. Totally patty. It's reasonable. I think it would be different if you had a roommate who like pelted you with them and that was your issue. But <laughs> yours is a more universal issue that I think most sun chip and sun chip adjacent folks experienced. Yeah, you're right. If I was abused by sun chips, I'd probably feel a little bit more of a yeah. fan of them. Yeah. I think this actually feels appropriate and we'll talk about this more later. But given the 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 breadth of the, the the chip universe, this probably feels right to me. But yeah, anyways. I think so. All right, the next one, number eight, hitting on one of the first flavors that we talked about: Ruffles sour cream and onion. Whoa! Are, are you having the same reaction as me, Mike? This is a strong list for this to be this low. Yeah, I I was gonna try to keep my personal bias out of it. The no, I everybody knows. I'm sure literally everybody listening to this podcast knows about your love of Ruffles, but this is not just personal bias. This is a legit chip. The Ruffle, in my opinion, <laughs> is the finest chip known to man. If I could eat one chip for the rest of my life, it would be the Ruffle, but would it yeah. be the sour cream and onion? I personally, this is just me, I prefer the conventional Ruffle, but I've never turned my nose up at any, any variety of Ruffle. I particularly like the sour cream and onion. I love the, they have like a sour cream and cheddar one too. Mm. My only problem, the only variety of ruffle that I don't absolutely love is the jalapeno ruffle because it doesn't taste like jalapenos. It's just their sour cream and onion chip rebranded. <laughs> that being said, I love that chip. I'm just disappointed because I happen to love jalapeno chips. I love when companies do that. That's my favorite. You just put a different label and you rely on psychology to trick people into thinking it's different. Yeah, you have to get up pretty early to get a jalapeno chip past me, or a fake jalapeno chip, rather. I'm going to vouch strongly for this chip to go. What I love so much about the ruffle is the rigidity of the chip because there are a lot of chips out there that they're like, whoa, we're wacky, we're fun. They've got the waves and the ridges in them. But they're, it's, they're either, it's the, not to like nerd out here, but the, the frequency of the waves, like the, yeah. the lays wavy, for example, it's a gentle, lazy, like nonchalant wave through the chip. There's no structural rigidity there, which means if you tried to dip that chip, forget about it. You're losing half your chip in this dip at a party, probably. And that's why I think the ruffle stands above a lot of other chips. It's a sturdy, 
chip, and it's one of the best chips for dipping. Are you trying to say it's a rough chip? <laughs> you, you could interpret it that way. It's a very good point. That's just one of the things I love about the ruffle. They use a particular oil to fry their chips in that I think is better than other potato chips. They use just the right amount of salt. Uh, and with a lot of the flavored ver- the varieties, the sour cream and onion, it's there. You know exactly what the flavor it is, but it's rarely overpowering. I'll stop talking. I absolutely love that we're only three in and we have struck a chord of pure passion from him. You, you happen to hit on oh, my yeah. favorite brand of chips. That's, it's, it's just happened to be a little lower on the list. And then, but, yeah. but you acknowledged it, giving spoiler to one that's going to be coming up shortly. There is a better flavor <laughs> of ruffle that we'll be featuring here shortly. And I, the reason that I love it so much is purely from the crunch factor. It's, yeah. It, you're always satisfied. Well, you know, it's, it's like I say, ruffles have ridges. And that's fun that is what they that. say. And that's fun to say too. Is yeah. that a, was that like an old school commercial? It's on the bag. Huh? I think it's still on that's the bag. true. Well, that picture's too small for me to tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like the size of my thumb, and I'm trying to read it like I actually know what's going on. Do you have any any fur- any follow-ups for the, the ruffle, Mike? No, you did it. You're the man. Cool. I will say that was pretty incredible. Oh, you put it right in my wheelhouse, so I'm going to hit a bomb. Hit a bomb every to, time. To quote Domingo Ayala. To <laughs> throw it in my wheelhouse. Okay, number seven. So next chip on here. I don't agree with this at all, but the people voted. I want to stay on there because it gives a little option. Fritos corn chips. I've never, I shouldn't say never. I've never, I will say never. I've never <laughs> willingly picked Frito corn chips when I'm walking down the aisle shopping for chips. Just because there's so many better options that are out there. The only time that I ever had it was after, like, a third grade soccer game that I played goalie, didn't move, didn't sweat, (laughs) (laughs) didn't earn Fritos, ate Fritos, and I think that was the only time, because the bags were, like, half the size of your hand, Yeah, I could just throw those back. Feeding off of why I'm not satisfied with this being on here... They're weirdly shaped. They hurt my mouth. Yeah, they're they're rough. And they don't really taste that good. <laughs> oh, another thing. And somebody cut me off. I'm going too far here. Has anybody ever heard this? That if you smell your dog's paw, it smells like Fritos? <laughs> no. That is like a widely oh known thing. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard this. Yeah. No, it's like wild, widely recognized. And that wasn't teed up at all. <laughs> like, I read this like two years ago and it stuck with me forever. Might have smelt my dog's paw. <laughs> Did it smell like Fritos? It did, which was the frustrating thing. I have to get home right this very second and smell my dog's paws. I'm going to Google it. Dude, oh dog's paws. I've never heard that. That's smell. incredible. My what? hand kind of smells like Fritos. That's a, were you just eating Fritos, though? No. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'm going to read oh. the, I'm going to read why. It's actually very common for a dog's paws to smell like Fritos. The corn chip odor, which some human noses interpret as more of a popcorn scent, is a byproduct of yeast and bacteria. We're getting too far. It smells like dog paws, though. It's because insane. dog paws are dirty. Yeah. Ew, so is that why my hand smells like Fritos? Yeah, wash your you, hands. You might want to see a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Now, so here's my take on the Fritos. I First of all, I should have said earlier that my dad somewhere in the universe is screaming that he is not on this podcast right now mm. because there are a few greater fans of chips than him and his co-worker slash dear friend, Nate. He and Nate love chips more than anybody on this planet. And I think I also don't think anybody follows a marketing campaign as closely as the two of them follow the annual. I believe it's Lay's does a, like send in your own chip idea. Yep. Those two follow that religiously. But for their sake, Fritos, in my opinion, either have to be disqualified from this on the basis of being a corn-based chip, or they should be on this list because Fritos are delicious. The shape 
is exotic, the pain in your mouth is worth it. So I would vote to strike them from the record. Not now, because I understand we're, we're coming off of a pre-existing list, but as we reevaluate, I don't want them to be just like taken off on merit. I'd like them to be disqualified. See, I would argue that the Fritos should be in the not top three of the chip list. Fritos suck. Bite, bite my butt. Bite but. my butt. I can eat maybe three Fritos before I like my. I have to like. I have to drink like water. They're dry. Yeah, that's true. They taste. Yeah. They just. They taste so bland. The and like you know when you get like the um the Frito Lay like multi bag where it's like a box of them and it's a bunch of small bags like for lunches and like the yeah. Fritos are always last. Like they suck. People avoid them intentionally. The only redeeming quality of the Frito is that they pair extremely well with chili. And they know oh, this. They know this because there's a chili variety of the Frito, which I actually will eat. I like those a lot because they come in the tight spirals, so they're much more manageable. The conventional Frito can suck my butt. Not a fan. Kyle, this is interesting. I just have a question for you. Sure. So do you remember that very brief period of time where you were in Jerry's Good Graces? I do remember that. A long time ago. Well, I hope you enjoyed it because that's it. <laughs> You just, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen, um, Underworld or whatever that movie is where Kate Beckinsale shoots the floor out from under her? <laughs> That's what you just did. You just looked down at the floor and used your automatic pistol to shoot a hole in the floor and you fell right through. Are what? you talking about the great Ben Affleck film, Paycheck? <laughs> I think no, it's one of the Resident the... Evil movies, right? Yeah, it's Resident Evil, I think. You you bananaed yourself in Mario Kart. Whatever image you prefer. I made my piece a long time ago with no longer being alive to Jerry. So this is fine. Just digging yeah. that hole a little bit deeper. I'll die on this hill. I, I think Fritos are... You will die by the word of Frito. Is that what you're saying? I will, I'm saying I will defend my position that Fritos suck to, oh. to my grave. Are you willing to, are you willing to allow my Fritos to die gracefully and have them disqualified on their corniness? I think that's an effective compromise, but I mean, we'll get to that. Wait, so you lost okay. me. I thought you were, you were pro Frito? I thought, I thought you were pro Frito, so you're against Frito. Absolutely dead set against them, unless, I got lost with the chili unless, thing. unless they are incorporated into chili somehow. Like a walking taco. Uh, sure. Even that. Like, I mean, like, crumble that shit up and put it in chili. Like, make it so that I don't even know I'm eating Fritos. Add a little bit of crunch to my chili, like, as a substitute to an oyster cracker. But, like, I'm never, ever, ever going to sit down and be like, ooh, a bag of Fritos and start munching on them. They're dry and they don't taste good. Sorry. I'm right there with you. I got lost with the chili thing, but I think we found our way through. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Interestingly enough, we have both a chip and a flavor that we've talked about already but completely separate pringles sour cream and onion do you want to briefly discuss any contenders you guys had for for a not top three maybe some chips that you're not a big fan of we typically do the not top three after number seven okay that's news i would have put fritos on that list for myself (sighs) you've already heard me give shit to the the lays wavy I'm not a big fan yeah. of the Lay's wavy chip. I'd like to just make a general submission. Aside from a few notable exceptions, which I'm sure we'll get to, the two fancy flavors, like the two interesting flavors, end up doing exactly what you said earlier, Kyle, which is advertising themselves as this new exotic flavor and then tasting exactly like something that's already out there. Yeah. So I'd throw like sort of a general flavors that are too far afield and don't actually taste like what they're saying. I'm so glad that you brought up the exotic flavors because it loops me back to the Lay's campaign that was let's make up our own flavors. I legitimately have the winning idea. This will make Lay's a billion dollars and whoever submits this idea, congratulations, I've made you a millionaire. 
You're but, on the record now. Oh, I, I'm dead. Can we swear on this? Yeah. I am dead yeah. ass convinced that this will be the best idea they've ever received. But in true partnership with the MLB, you know, every major league stadium has their own specialty, like whatever the Tigers have. It's probably like a 90-inch hot dog. Tigers have Tiger Tracks ice cream, which is dope. Probably won't make for a good flavor. But some places <laughs> have like the donut triple burger... Yeah. Like the one at Fenway, right? Yeah. That'd be a really good Lay's potato chip flavor. So you're saying Lay's should have like some kind of campaign wherein they make a flavor for each Major League Baseball stadium? Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. Yeah, that, that's, that is beautiful marketing. There you go. They're currently doing, first of all, I completely agree with you, and I'm looking forward to that happening. To someone else, yes. that's not you. It seems I, I've let it go. They're <laughs> they're currently. The good thing doing, is nobody listens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only nine people listening, anyways. But the um right now, Lays is actually in the middle of a like nationwide like regional flavor campaign. Oh, our mutual friend Steph is really into it, and I was at her place last week, and she had like six of them on her table. She got them like mailed in. They had some really interesting ones. So the Chicago area one, it tastes like Giordano's pizza. For Whoa. for the East Coast, they have it's like a the, whatever seasoning you put on like crab and lobster dishes. It was really tasty. Old Bay. Yep, there were a couple of different ones. There was like a jalapeno popper, a number of them. But surprisingly, the one we liked most was that one, like the the Old Bay like seasoning spice potato chip. You talk to anybody in the Mid Atlantic, like anybody from Maryland, and they'll tell you they put Old Bay on their cereal. They're insane about that shit. Yeah. Tastes good on a potato chip. Who knew? Yeah. It makes sense because we went to a place in Chicago called Low Country. Not sponsored. Could be. <laughs> Noted. Listen up, Low um, Country. It was a seafood bake that they like put it all in the bag. I don't know how this works. It's all magic. And they threw a bunch <laughs> of seasoning in there and they cooked everything together and they cut it open. And sure enough, that seasoning was everywhere and it was incredible. Absolutely loved it. And there was yeah. potatoes in there, which I guess is why it would make sense as a potato chip. Yeah. So <laughs> we've, you've gone a bit of field here, but I, I totally understand what you're saying. Mike. Cause like those flavors are distinct enough that you don't get that disappointment. But like yeah. I just said, the Ruffles jalapeno chip, which is really just sour cream and onion chip, cut me some slack. Yeah. Do you have any, Max? You know, I do. N- we're not going to be discussing any further, but what's a little bit deeper on the list is uh, the Fritos. Honey barbecue twists. This is where I make an extension on the Frito chip. Those are incredible because they're spiral. Those are a little bit easier to eat. And I think the flavor is just really good. But Fritos as themselves, no bueno. Okay, so you're on board with my not top three of the Frito. You're outnumbered here, Mike, just saying. So I, I'm aware, but I have the moral force of two giants of the chip industry behind me. Well, we'll see how this goes. I have a feeling we're going to get some support when we're done here. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm scrolling further. Deeper on the list is uh, Takis. Have you ever had Takis? Those things are disgusting. Spicy, rolled up, disgustingly flavored <laughs> Those Doritos. Those suck. Sun Chips Garden Salsa, very deep on the list. Really? All the jalapeno flavors are far on the list, but I have subbed out the number one choice on this list, because it's a Cheeto, for a legitimately good chip that I would love to see how this holds up. But I think those are all like the standouts that are deeper on the list. Everything else is like the weird flavors you were talking about. Fair enough. Well, let's move on to number six then. Excellent. We have to have an original chip on here. Mm-hmm. Original Pringles. It's a classic. Wait, which number is this? This is number six. This is five. Oh, it is yeah, five. Yeah, so, so hit us with number six first. Number six was Pringles sour cream and onion, correct? Oh, that is... But then we interrupted you for the not top. Nope, that's right. 
Okay. Yeah. Cause so let's chat about that real quick. Well, cool. we can touch we can touch upon these in tandem, I suppose. Though. Yeah, I actually think that makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah. This is just the let's, list that's out there. We're gonna argue yeah. what the real list is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's actually. I just want to hear top of your heads. Which do you prefer? To me, the sour cream and onion is the way I would go over original. I would go with the cheddar and sour cream and onion, adding in. An additional cheese flavor. Over the original, though? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think the Pringles original is a favorite of a lot of folks, but this is one case where I believe that the experimentation in other realms has actually made the chip better. I think the sour cream and onion is a a more purely tasty chip, but I think that the original has such cultural impact Mm. and is so widespread and is so versatile. My inclination is to say the original deserves a higher ranking, even if it's lower on my personal top ten. It's the OG. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you get points for being OG. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was the first chip that really put my toes in the water of the customizable chip or the versatile chip, really. Because mm-hmm. I would just take 10 of them at once and shove them in my face. Everyone was like mm. messing around looking like a duck. And I was like, nope, I'm going to fill the right through these that. in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Three Pringles. We're not even, we're not even at the top yet. Three Pringles so far on this list. People seem to like is, Pringles a lot. Is Pringles a Frito-Lay's property? Who owns Pringles? A man with a very large mustache does. Um, <laughs> Mr. Pop. <laughs> Mr. Pop. Is that who it is? They're owned by Kellogg's. Fascinating. Interesting. If we want to get really sophisticated here, which is owned by Procter & Gamble. Mm. So which one of them has the mustache, Procter or Gamble? It's actually Kellogg. <laughs> I think it's Robert Dunder. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that killed himself. Yeah, how did he kill himself again? <laughs> Did he A, kill himself with a gun, B, with a noose, or C, a toothbrush? And yes, and yes, Quinn, I know I didn't get that exactly right, so fuck off. Yeah. That was one of the toughest episodes to watch, just from the standpoint that <laughs> Michael inevitably blows the surprise that the man at the walk office or whatever it is is shutting down. Yeah, that was tough. Tough. But he did great with Holly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Pringles? <laughs> Speaking of chili, Kevin dropping his world-famous chili is probably the best moment. That was tough. But the next chip after, or that would, I guess, technically be higher ranked on uh, this list, I have no idea how the logistics work, if you want to be lower or higher, whatever. The next chip we have to discuss is Ruffles Cheddar Sour Cream Flavor, which mm. you had hinted at earlier. It's it's amazing. It's like, why why content yourself with Cheddar Ruffles? Or sour cream and onion ruffles when you could do both. I think that I'm going to make the argument that's wrong. What's wrong with America is that (laughs) we're too spoiled. We we have too much and we don't appreciate the simplicity of a regular Pringles chip. Yeah, this is a definitely a Franken food, but America has done crazier things like the cheeseburger pizza shit. That was a bridge. That was a bridge too far. This. Probably in conception comes from the same place of excess. Like, this is the same canary in the coal mine of American excess. Like, the Roman Empire is collapsing. Like, we already done got got. However, we happen to have a nice thing come out of it. Like, I think we just have to take this as a symptom of American excess that happened to turn out well. Because these things are damn delightful. They're delicious. It's just one of those things where they were so busy wondering if they could do it. They never really yeah. thought they should. But, fortunately, they, they should have. They're delicious. This was a revolutionary yes. chip for me. This is what opened my eyes to what a potato chip should be. <laughs> this, is, this is a chip I could eat nonstop. Yeah. This yeah. is a bag chip. Like, I could eat the family. <laughs> I think they should really, like, 
legitimately market family reunion size bags of chips. Yeah, they just come in a hefty garbage bag. They come in like a burlap. I really like that. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way of thinking about this. But like, I could eat. I think I'm, I've never done it, but like this is a chip where I believe that I could eat an entire family size bag in a sitting. Yeah. And to your point, I actually prefer the regular ruffle, but it's close. Like this is a tasty chip, and maybe, and this is true of a lot of chips of this ilk, cheddar, cheddar variety. A, maybe a tiebreaker is the the residue. I'm not a big residue guy. Not a huge fan of it. You talk about like. Cheeto like, fingers? Yeah, exactly. It always reminds me of Al's from Al's Toy Barn Ugh. in Toy Story 2. Voiced by Wayne Knight. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely agree with you there. But what I will say about this chip is it adds an element that we haven't discussed yet. And that's going to be in combination with a sandwich. In a sandwich. Does that help or hurt the chip? And I think this is one of the first chips that I experimented with being in a sandwich that I was like, wow, I have figured this life thing out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coasting from here. <laughs> Chips in my sandwich. That's fantastic. This is a really good sandwich chip. And I'm a, yeah, this is something I discovered in high school when I saw my friend Scott inserting <laughs> classic Doritos into his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Which oh my goodness, Scott. I don't recommend, but the concept is good. No, and that's, this is that's why we have institutions, dude. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. My my guy Nate is the king of the chip in the sandwich, and I'm sure he, I, I have a feeling he would argue for a different chip as the ultimate sandwich chip. But I happen to know he loves a good ruffle in his sandwich, and specifically a cheddar and sour cream and onion. I think the thing about this chip is it can take a turkey, like a dry ass low sodium turkey breast sandwich with like one piece of sad American cheese and turn it into a tradable middle school lunch table sandwich. It's that good. Yeah, it will launch your... I'm glad you described it in that way because this chip is a perfect way to salvage a relatively limp and or soggy sandwich. It adds the structure that you need and the crunch that you just won't get from like like limp wheat bread and like damp turkey. I was going to say in the war that is the lunchroom table. Yeah. This is the medic. <laughs> yeah. This is the fixer. <laughs> totally. I'm thinking about, I'm also thinking about it as like, you know how in the NBA there are those trades that just don't make sense? Like one NBA superstar gets traded for two guys and you're like, who are these two idiots that just got traded? I feel like the ruffles are the expiring contract. Like they can make anything palatable in a trade for something wonderful because they have such restorative powers. Like NBA franchise, we're going to just punt on these next couple of years, but at least we've got these huge expiring contracts. That's the ruffle. That is specifically this cheddar ruffle. I feel like, well said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can top that. I think that's the most well-put analogy for anything that we're going to talk about. People might as well just stop listening at this point. I guess you didn't know that we were podcasting with one metaphor mic. Yeah. Found it, love it, need more of it. <laughs> I can't, I can't, it's on my superhero card, it says super strengths, metaphors, super weaknesses, jumping. Yeah. No, you don't, you're not great at getting airborne, but. No, I don't, I don't jump well. Dude, I can't either. It's cause these damn chips weighing me down. This is. <laughs> I, think I thought they're supposed to power you up. Nope. That's a spirit thing. That's like a good for your soul type. It's like, they're like Krabby Patties in that way. Ah, yes. I think we should blow right through the honorable mentions. The way this list has been structured, I think it makes sense for us to all tag team that after we've gone through the original list. So let's, let's go right through to three. I agree. So this, this, my friends, is my number one. Okay. Whoa. 
I don't, I don't appreciate that it's at the three spot. This is my family reunion size bag of chips that I could just see through. <laughs> never stop because you never get full on these things. I'm picturing you diving off it, like into a pool of chips. Give, give me, Ooh. give me a pool like this, the Scrooge McDuck money pool. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Scrooge money pool. I would fill up my private pool with Lay's Barbecue. I'm a big fan of the Lay's Barbecue. Once those things are open, it's game over. Forget it. Well, what's wild is they actually taste like barbecue. Like that's that to me is that's a huge upset to actually pack barbecue flavor into a chip and not have it feel like a knockoff is pretty insane. Yeah, it's got a pretty distinct barbecue flavor. Like a lot of other barbecue chips don't really taste like this chip. Yeah. Like I don't. I've eaten a lot of barbecue chips in my day, and like you know, like if. I, I think in a blind taste test, I could pick this one out of a crowd. It's very distinctive. 100%. I would never mistake this chip for anything else. No. I'm also looking at the bag right now, and it's got like a dripping little brush with barbecue yeah. sauce just dripping. Oh, it's so tantalizing. It's worth noting the packaging, though, because it's the black bag, you know? Yeah. And going back to the snack pack, like the cardboard box, like... You you knew from afar exactly how many barbecue chips were left, and it was, like, understood. If you had dibs, you were going to take one of the... Like, if there were two people ahead of you in line to get chips and there were two barbecue ones left, you're like, shit, I'm getting Fritos. So I'm going to have to <laughs> knee... I'm going to have to kneecap Susie and jump in line <laughs> and get the barbecue chips. No, I know exactly what you're saying. That's how I actually learned strategic warfare tactics. That I like that. Like Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm imagining this as sort of like a 90s textbook where it's, like, really interesting names where they're trying to be very inclusive and they're like have all these people in the line at school trying to get their different chips like max just beat up kyle to get his chips max now has two bags of chips how many bags does kyle have it's like zero and max is about to have zero because he's gonna eat them all in one sitting Right in front of Kyle. <laughs> also adding to the imagery of this, like, elementary school Max that you have in your head now, uh, he had frosted <laughs> tips. <laughs> oh, yes! I like that so much. Yeah, it was a spectacle. I don't know who you share this to or what it looks at, but I'll get you guys the picture. Be able to. This will be right. tweeted. <laughs> yeah, we can tweet that out. <laughs> you know when you go to parties and someone, like, knows this incredible story about their, about you and they're like, Max, Max, Max you gotta tell the story about and most people are like, yeah, I scaled Kilimanjaro or I jumped out of a plane and the parachute didn't work. Mine always is, and it comes from my girlfriend, it comes from my best friends. Yo, yo, Max, show the picture of you with the frosted tips in fifth grade. And sure enough, I have to do it. So that's my cross to bear. I thought I looked good. No, 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 no. I'm not apologizing. I know that I looked good. <laughs> you and Guy Fieri both. Don't forget AJ Pierzynski. No, never forget him. That's probably the... It's those three and one more that are on the Mount Rushmore of Frosted Tips, I would say. Absolutely. Leave room for all of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yes! Good point. Okay. Like, we're sufficiently off track. Don't know how we got there from family size reunion bag of barbecue chips, but consistently... I'm glad we th- did. That would be my... Yeah. That would be my... That would be my one. Yeah. We already have an original chip on there, so I'm going to skip it. The number two chip is Cool Ranch Doritos. I think this was always going to be in the top three. I think I think, I think think this one's actually probably correct it, at or near this spot. Yeah. It's the, it's the rare sequel that just makes you forget about the original movie. Like, like Doritos, classic nacho cheese, it may as well not even exist to me. Like, it feels like Cool Ranch is the definitive Dorito. Yeah. This contradicts the argument we made earlier about Pringles' original being ahead of Pringles' sour cream, 
But it's true in this scenario. Yeah, I agree. I also think that the Cool Ranch Dorito is probably the most distinctive tasting of all of these chips. Yes. I don't think that there's a legitimate imitator. Like, for most of the rest of these chips, there's at least somebody who's trying to do the same thing as them and doing it reasonably well. I don't think anybody has anything like a Cool Ranch Dorito out there. And I think what really elevates the chip and confirms what you were saying is that when Taco Bell came out with the the Doritos Loco Taco, whatever it was, and they just had the regular one. They're like, oh, yeah, this is good. It brings around. It tastes like a walking taco with Fritos in it. When they had the Cool Ranch one come out, that was a different level of flavor. And stoners everywhere rejoiced. Yeah. And it was good. And sober fat kids. And it was good. <laughs> What's cool about this chip is that, like, I never even... What's cool ranch about this chip? Oh, boy. Thanks, Dylan. Zing. <laughs> What's neat about this chip is that I've never even, like, considered for a moment that I might dip it in anything. And like, Oh, you, good point. You, you, like, wouldn't that be the weirdest thing to dip, a, like, a cool ranch Dorito in anything? I mean, I never would even think of to do that. And there's I, nothing to be gained. No. And, like, there are some other chips on this list that kind of fall in a similar boat. Like, I don't think I would dip a Lay's barbecue chip. But, like, but let's not forget that's not part of the chip. It's, like, Dorito at its core is a tortilla chip. Like, they are made to be dipped, and yet I have no desire whatsoever to do it because the cool ranch dust is carpeting my tongue and goodness. Fact. Is anyone else's mouth watering? Yeah, I need to know scent. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have any more to add? I mean, like, it's it's the Cool Ranch Dorito. Fact. I went Well, wait, oh. I have one quick question. We're not going to, even though it's technically a corn chip, we're not going to care, right? Doritos should be included even and, though they're technically No, we only ruled out chip. doodles. It's not a doodle. It's not a doodle. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Number one, I actually went, I went rogue and I canvassed tens of people. Five people. I canvassed five people. <laughs> and all five Small people. Small canvas. An exhaustive search. <laughs> It was the people I sit by at work. Uh, <laughs> I didn't try very hard at all. I walked up to them, interrupted what they were doing, and said, what's your favorite chip? And four of the five said jalapeno crunchers. Not crunchers. The baked, like, extra crispy chips. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. There, well, the, first of all, there is a, ba- a brand called crunchers. crunchers. No, 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 not crunchers. It's not crunchers. It's uh, it's not Vicky's, because that's what they have at Chimichans. But it's jalapeno, like, baked. It might just be baked lace, what it was. Oh, interesting. I'm surprised to hear four or five. Kettle cooked. Kettle cooked jalapeno is what it was. I'm super into that. I love the the jalapeno, the jalapeno like kettle chip. I'm shocked to hear that opinion shared because I like it's the jalapeno chip is divisive. Like, like some people do tell. Like, for example, like when I go to Jimmy John's, I always get the kettle cooked jalapeno. Because I know I'm pretty much guaranteed to be able to enjoy that chip by myself. Like, my lovely fiance, soon to be wife, Ali, just despises them. She can't even stand to smell them. So I know if I'm gonna, if I get a bag of those chips, they're for me and me alone. And I think that's, I think it's kind of like a, you love them or you hate them type thing with, with any variety of jalapeno chip. It's one of those religious discussions we talked about. Yeah, I think you're either all in on jalapeno chips or you're all out. And I think there's more people all in than all out. This is so interesting. Kyle, you know very well that I sometimes miss things. Like, I just... I quite literally did not know that this variety of chip existed until three minutes ago. I've never heard of this. I had no idea that there was such a thing as a jalapeno chip. So... What? That's the state of affairs. We at work 
uh, I have a coworker. She sits right next to me. We both have a, a, a passion for the jalapeno chip, and we've been cataloging all the kinds we know and ranking them. And we we've yet to find a better jalapeno chip than the Jimmy chip. But Mike, this is absolutely a thing, and it's kind of a big deal. Like you'll find a lot of versions of it. It's why Ruffles tried to enter this 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 zone and unfortunately fell on their faces a little bit but wow yeah i think people it's the, are into this i think it's the pinnacle of sandwich chips i think if you put one of those on a sandwich instant game changer i agree i would say i think that's more due to the kettleness of the chip than the jalapeno-ness of the chip i think kettle chips add a really satisfying crunch to a sandwich it's an interesting point regardless of flavor personally i would go i would agree with you if i'm gonna get a kettle chip on a sandwich i'm gonna get a jalapeno one yeah my mind goes to like you know jimmy john's or subway i guess it would be not sponsored could be uh (laughs) (laughs) you go to subway and you get like a spicy italian sandwich right and then you put a little like jalapeno chip in there and you're all set that's like the happiest i've been in years eating one of these sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, I would, from the people I pulled, personal study, the jalapeno chips up there. Okay, and we'll go so far as to say the jalapeno kettle chip. I'll put that at the top. Honorable mention, maybe dishonorable, it's the one chip that I've thought about that I can't tell if I love it or hate it. Uh, Funyun. Is, is a Funyun a chip? What is that? I, I'm going to call it a chip. I think it's, I think it's closer to the doodle end of things than the chip end of things. I think even if it did qualify a chip, it wouldn't make this list because it's so weird. And yeah. Like, I think I like Funyuns, but I don't think I would ever actively pursue a Funyun, you know? The cultural cachet is significant, though. Like, That's true. Every single person on Earth knows what a Funyun is and has an opinion of it. Yeah, because our parents knew not to give them to us because yeah. they yes. caused diabetes. But we would still find a way to play Call of Duty till 4 a.m. drinking gallons of Mountain Dew eating Funyuns. What's weird about Funyuns is that they have, they have residue. It's like a lot of residue. You wouldn't think it just by picking it up. The other interesting thing about the Funyun is it doesn't taste anything like an onion ring. Like they just taste like Funyuns. No, nothing. It's really strange. It tastes like an onion ring. You know in the like deep fryer where the basket goes down? <laughs> it tastes like an onion ring that stayed in the basket at the end <laughs> oh, of the night. Gross. <laughs> That's, That's a, a great fun. image, but horrifying. <laughs> every restaurant in the United States mails in their leftover onion rings the other night, and then Funyun's like, nope, we'll make a billion dollars, and puts them in bags. Bright yellow, so people know where they are. Pan out, Max is described. And that's how Funyuns are made, and like, grainy, like, instructional video footage. <laughs> I like that, with a little, like, a little bit of piano music in the background. And that's how Funyuns get to your local superstore. The, Anyways. The now you know rainbow in the background. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think we've got some work to do. Do let's 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 get into our honorable mentions. What we think needs to get mentioned or seriously put on this list. Mike, what are you thinking? Um. So I think that the original Ruffles should be considered. I think that the original Doritos should be considered. I, I'm assuming that this won't get a lot of traction from you guys, but the Cape Cod line of chips are you guys familiar with those absolutely i am yes yeah i think cape cod especially their sour cream and onion is pretty stellar and i think cape cod has got a pretty good reputation so i would say i think original doritos and original ruffles should warrant serious consideration and depending on your reception i think cape cod maybe even cape cod's on here out of the 100 trips ranked there are 47. Interesting. The, the standard Cape Cod. Very good. So I would, so I like Cape Cod. They have a very good jalapeno chip, just so we all know. It's got a very interesting lingering heat to it. Not a lot up front. Why'd you have to linger? Hmm? 
Good question. <laughs> I think in my experience, and I don't like this particular kind of chip, so I can't speak to it personally. From what I understand, Cape Cod has a particularly delicious salt and vinegar chip, which I think yes, some, uh, they do. some version of the salt and vinegar chip needs to be on this list or we will be run out of town. And maybe the Cape Cod chip is the way to do that. I know people are also fond of the Lay's salt and vinegar. Wow, what a statement you statesman you are, though. That's a, that's an excellent proposition that could really satisfy a lot of parties. It's, Very diplomatic. It's I am yeah. on an island in my family. Like they when They come back from the store and there's like bags of salt and vinegar chips and they... They humor me and get something for me to munch on, too, but they love them. And it's kind of hard to chip. Like, you know when someone's eating salt and vinegar chips, like, even if you're not eating them as well. Like, yeah. it's 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 invasive. I think it the salt and vinegar chip, no matter what it is, for me personally, I think that's, like, nature's buffer for me not going through the bin sessions of, like, the barbecue lays out there. Because <laughs> you can't eat handfuls of salt and vinegar. Maybe you can. I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah, chew a hole in your belly. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's like nature's buffer of like, no, no, no. These are special. Don't eat them all. It's more of a one at a timer. That's a really good point. I never thought of it that way. That might be a sign that, I don't know, I don't want to disparage a product out there represented by a lot of lawyers. So (laughs) I'm sure that they're safe to consume in whatever quantity. Can I go rogue here real quick and get slightly sidetracked? Have you guys ever... Have you ever flavor tripped before? Excuse me? Is that a drug thing? So... Then no, Max. He's <laughs> <laughs> not. No, but seriously, no. So... We're, we're both pretty lame. <laughs> not a drug thing, but... <laughs> okay. They're like... I don't know how to describe them. They're like little pills of like... Oh my god. <laughs> this Sounds is, like a drug thing, This Max. is going horribly wrong. You can buy them at a grocery store. You can buy them at a okay, grocery store. Okay, all right. And... The natural nutrients or whatever, it's like a vitamin. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyway, you take it and it flips how you taste flavors. <laughs> so like, you can eat lemons. Did like you candy. purchase psychedelic drugs at a grocery store? Where was this? Report them immediately. Like, it's a legitimate thing. There's a guy selling it outside. He said he worked there. <laughs> and he had mushrooms. He was a produce guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a produce salesman. Had a My very goodness. eclectic garden. This sounds like a Birdie Bots Every Flavor thing. Yeah, it does. Mm, flavor tripping. God, this description of flavor tripping makes it so much worse. Flavor tripping occurs when you consume a berry known as a miracle fruit. The berry coats your tongue in such a way that foods taste differently, specifically oh my sour goodness. foods taste sweet. It's not a drug. Okay, it's not. It's totally legal. It's legal. You I can't even you. believe what cheddar sounds like. So it, so it inverts... Flavors, so sweet things taste sour, sour things taste sweet, that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. So I wonder how that would work with the salt and vinegar chip. Oh, so you're saying, like, that's the way to get, that's the way to binge the salt and vinegar chip is to flavor trip? I think. Right? It would probably Could taste be. really good. So now what I'm finding out is we have to do this, another podcast, and do the top ten foods that taste best flavor tripping. How flavor tripping? I will, I will be the moderator for that one. My question is... Vinegar, vinegar is very basic, right? It's a base. So, would flavor tripping make them taste like super acidic? I don't know. What's that on the peach? Isn't vinegar an acid? Well, vinegar was. I 
I don't know. Should I make no, it? I don't remember. This is me making a science proclamation, which is not a safe thing for me to be doing. I'm saying pH scale like I didn't study communications at Iowa. <laughs> Distilled white vinegar usually measures pH around 2.4. Which is acidic. Isn't milk? Yeah. Zero? Okay. So never mind. I was so completely wrong on that. Where's yeah, the milk at on that? I think milk is like... Milk is six and a half to seven. Really? So that's slightly acidic. Okay. So never mind. No, this is so exciting. I accidentally got a science question right. We're all very happy for you, Mike. Thanks, Kyle. This will be my top ten science proclamations. This is number one so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else I might throw on here. I don't think it counts. I think it's it's closer to the doodle end of things would be the bugle. But mm. bears mentioning, love the bugle. Oh, the witch figures. Wait. Yeah. Can I throw a, a crazy flavor on here? Let's hear it. The stuffed loaded potato or whatever, the bacon and cheddar flavored, um, like loaded potato. Those are good. I think that, that won the contest recently and it is magnificent and Nate specifically loves that. Also ketchup. Ketchup flavored. I've seen that. That's those. a UK thing, isn't it? Yeah. Canadians that's actually really, de- that's actually really a delicious chip, but the loaded potato one Nate loves and those are really good. Felicia loves those too, actually. The only other two I would say and that I wouldn't lobby strong for because they're such personal favorites. In Michigan, we have a brand of potato chips called Better Made. I referenced them once before on our Cookout Food podcast. You sure did. They are the best earned potato chips in the entire world, and their barbecue variety is my favorite variety of barbecue. The other one, probably in my personal top three favorite chips, is one I've discovered since moving here. Is the Zaps Voodoo Heat, oh. which you can get at Potbelly. Yep. Those are next level sandwich chips, and I can't get enough of them. Don't think they belong on the list. They're a little niche. Just wanted to throw those out there because they're a personal favorite of mine. What I will say is I worked with somebody that Zaps Voodoo trip Chips uh, drove them to spend an entire workday trying to figure out how to bulk order these to their house. <laughs> They're that good. And the only workaround is that they had to, like, legally register Potbelly to have, like, mass distribution take place or something like that. There's something absurd. Like, you can't... This this is exactly what happened on The Office, basically, when Karen (laughs) wants the hers chips and Jim finds a way to get them. Good point. And they were in the vending machine the whole time. Yeah. What's your your store number? Uh, three? (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Max? Anything that's not on this list that we didn't mention that you'd want to put on here? You know, I think we... Checked all the boxes. Not a chip. However, delicious. Still in the family. Same aisle. Smart pop. Smart food. Popcorn. Mm. Popcorn. Yeah. Good. Very good snack food. But that that's a different, delicious. that's a different conversation. It's like the cousin, right? At the family reunion. Yeah. Could still yes. eat a whole garbage bag of it. No problem. <laughs> and we've been dancing around the, the whole, this whole time, but in this realm of things is the Cheeto. And, yeah. More importantly, in my opinion, the flaming hot Cheeto. But probably there's probably a second podcast to be had here if we wanted to get into that really seriously. Let's get to work. We need to hustle here. Yeah, let's let's make this a. I think this is going to be a quick shuffle. I think we're. I think this is an excellent list we're we're working with. What looks vulnerable to you? Because I can think of a couple areas to do some trimming. I think the original Pringles. I think. See, I'm I'm strong on keeping original Pringles. I actually would suggest that the back end of this is kind of appropriately weak so we already agreed fritos are off so fritos are are definitely gone and i would then go after the bottom two i would go pringles cheddar and sun chips harvest cheddar i would lean towards leaving sun chips on because i think they fill a niche that should be represented i think that health food option health and air quotes 
I think we're a little heavy on Pringles. I think they're like kind of a, a fringe chip, not in terms of quality, but like because they differ, like their, their structure and the way you eat them is a little different. That's a little off track anyways. I think we probably don't need to have three on here. I could get down with, I don't know. I think having more than one seems a little aggressive. Even though I love the ruffle, I think this list is stacked enough that we should maybe go with like one of them and I would stump hard for conventional ruffles but i think without question we need to add some kind of salt and vinegar maybe the cape cod one i'd like to keep a jalapeno chip a jalapeno kettle chip on here somewhere i don't think it's the one spot i, I don't think it's the hearing one your responses i don't think it's the one spot i do think it's top five i yeah i do too i think that's very reasonable yeah. i would kyle i think maybe we're looking at pringles cheddar ruffles sour cream and onion and fritos coming off Mm-hmm. And then I think we might want to add Ruffles Original, mm-hmm. Cape Cod Salt and Vinegar. And then I think in spite of both of you showing a lot of hate towards this chip, I think a lot of people listening in would find it odd to have this list without Original Doritos. Yeah, I think so too. Now that we're thinking about that, do you think it'd be strange not to include the kind of like the grandfather of all chips, like the classic Lay's potato chip? Because I would, I would warrant that that is the probably number one selling chip out there. Maybe not, it's, well, maybe, it's maybe not the best chip, but it's the most classic embodiment of what chips can and should be, I think. I think, I think that the Lay's original should be on there. I think that maybe that means we should take Pringles original off. We need I'm to okay have, with that. And, but, but still leave Pringles sour cream onion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I can get on board with that. And what I will say is it was skipped over. Because I felt like we couldn't go back to back Lay's classic chips, but barbecue and classic, but mm. Lay's classic potato chips did trend pretty high in this. I think they yeah. should, I think rightfully so. I, maybe this is a, a stretch. I would, might, I might put them at like, my top three would go Lay's classic, Cool Ranch Doritos, and then like Ruffles, but, what do you guys think? I think, I think the Cool Ranch Dorito is number one. Mm. Max? I think that's complete nonsense really yeah there's no way cool ranch Doritos the best chip out there what would you put one then barbecue lays okay so we've got a a bit of a a a problem here now do you think that lays barbecue should be number one based on like its total cultural impact taste all that stuff or do you think that's mostly a taste-based thing i think culture very much is a big part of the chip i think when you talk texture residue left on your fingers and overall flavor it's the most flavorful and I'll say versatile chip out there. Because think about how many family barbecues would be completely different if there was a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos on the table next to the grill versus a bag of barbecue. I think Cool Ranch Doritos is actually behind original Lay's. Okay, so I mean, like, I'm I'm amenable to your to your take there. Is, is it feel like an effective compromise to say Lay's Barbecue One, Cool Ranch Doritos Two, then like classic? Lay's or Ruffles at three. I think I that's okay reasonable. That. I, why don't, why I don't we? Why don't we go Lay's barbecue, Cool Ranch Doritos, and then Ruffles, and we're all happy. Yeah, some of us are less happy, but yeah, that's fine. I'm less happy because I've let Ruffles slip down to number three. So <laughs> I don't want to hear it from you, sir. You mean number four? Four? I would put. I would still put Ruffles over the classic Lay's potato chip. I think. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine with me. In my ideal world. Well, given given how what a statesman you've been, what a diplomat. You, I think you've earned that. Okay, so what we've done so far, 
Oh, thank you for saying that, Mike. I appreciate that. Yeah. What we have so far is Lay's Barbecue, Cool Ranch Doritos, Ruffles, Lay's Classic. Yep. Where do we go from here? I think Doritos Classic would be fair there. I think so, I too. I think so, too. Because I think it's still a very important staple. When yeah. I think, like, summerness and happiness and, like, outdoor cooking off of the top ten you already did, I think the three chips that you have on that table is Barbecue, Classic Lay's, and Doritos. I think you then go Pringles, sour cream, and onion at six. Yeah, I like that. I think I think we're letting Ruffles, cheddar, sour cream drop too far here. Mm. I think that I think that six or seven is an appropriate spot. If you feel more comfortable at six, then I'm fine with that. If too. we didn't have classic Ruffles already on here, I'd agree with you. But I think it would be a disservice to the Pringle to have two Ruffles over our first Pringle on the list. That's right. Yeah, I think if, you're right. If it was me making this list, I would go Pringles, sour cream, and onion. Then I would go probably our, our Cape Cod vinegar chip. Then I would go, or no, then I would go jalapeno, then vinegar, and then maybe the, the Ruffles, sour cream, and onion. And then I think Sunship should be number 10. I think we can agree on that. I think that Ruffles should go, I think it should go Pringles, sour cream, and onion, Ruffles, cheddar, sour cream, and onion, and then the jalapeno chip, then salt and vinegar, then sun chips. I like that. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. Okay. So Ruffles, S-C-N-O, then we'll go kettle jalapeno. I like the Crunchers brand, but I don't think we have to get specific. To be clear, Kyle, we're talking the cheddar, sour cream, and onion, right? For Ruffles? Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Cheddar. S-C-N-O. And then our kettle jalapeno chip. And then our, we'll say, Cape Cod salt and vinegar. At number nine, rounding out our top ten would be the Sun Chips Harvest Cheddar. Are we happy with this list? I think it's a good list. Feels like a list to me, boys. I think we've done our due diligence, and I think we've arrived at the definitive top ten list of chips. I think you're damn right. Would you like to recount for us, Max, from ten to one? Of our newly established list. That's right. Absolutely. Coming in at 10, we have the Sunship Harvest Cheddar. 9, Cape Cod Salt and Vinegar. 8 is the Kettle Jalapeno Chip. 7, Ruffles Cheddar Sour Cream and Onion. Mm. Number 6, Pringles Sour Cream and Onion. Number 5, Doritos. 4, Lay's Classic. 3, Regular Ruffles. 2, Cool Ranch Doritos. And 1, the Lay's Barbecue Chip. Thank you so much for appearing on this humble podcast, my good sir. We appreciate Beautiful your enthusiasm work. for both podcasting and chips in general. I'm sorry I had to get so up in arms about Lay's Barbecue Chips being at number one. I feel like it kind of jeopardized me ever being back, but it was an absolute <laughs> pleasure, and I really do appreciate you guys having me. It's fun when it gets we- litigious, and, and chips are something that people feel strongly about. It's it's it's, it's natural. It's okay, and yeah. don't please, we, we welcome the controversy. We love the passion. We are... Uh, natural consensus builders and we need a little uh, Stephen A up in this biatch. <laughs> I watched about 600 hours of first take in preparation of this so I feel like those hours might have gone to waste but I'm definitely ready for my next high school debate. <laughs> nah, you done good. Again, thanks for coming on. We would love to have you back at some point in the future. Hopefully we haven't scared you off. No, absolutely not. Alright, Mike, if you're still keen I'll see you next week for this. I'm still keen. Alright, see you later, buddy. Reva Dirch. Alrighty, friends. That was our top 10 for this week, but now we'd love to hear your top 10. So please check us out on all of our available social media outlets, traditional outlets, whatever outlets we have. Check us out on Twitter at top10km. That's all spelled out, top10km. Our email, top10km, spelled the same way, at gmail.com. Or our site, top10km.podbean.com. All forms of communication accepted except for serial killer notes.
please don't send us any of those. If you like the pod, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never have to miss an episode of Top 10 ever again. If you didn't like it, please tell us why. We'll try to make the show better. Our theme music was composed by Kevin McLeod, and our artwork was created by Erin Sant. You can check out her stuff at Sant Design on Instagram. Alrighty, goons. We'll see you next week.